Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Cretaceous Campcast. I'm Cretaceous Dave, and I am so happy that all of you are here with me along for this journey that uh, I know I've been talking about for a couple of months, but I finally got around to making some time to get this introductory episode recorded. Uh, not a ton of Camp Cretaceous content in episode one here. This is more going to be about uh, letting you know what to expect, what I kind of expect from this podcast. And then at the very end, um, I'm going to go over a little bit of what I think some of the connections between Camp Cretaceous and Jurassic World Dominion might be, thanks to the trailer dropping last week um, and that I watched about 652,000 times. So... With that said, let's get things started. All right, so first thing, what is this podcast? Uh, based on the name, and if you follow me on social media or you know anything about me, uh, it's pretty easy to figure out. It's about Dress World Camp Cretaceous. And now you're probably thinking, well, is Camp Cretaceous enough to carry an entire podcast? And don't you think the show is probably ending for good, potentially, in a couple of months? Um, two really good questions. And so I'll tackle the first one first. Um, I do think a show with four seasons, with a fifth one on the way, and who knows if it goes beyond that, um, there is enough stuff to cover a podcast. I currently don't have a specific formula or, you know, schedule or anything like that. I would love to do one a week. I honestly have no idea if that's going to happen. Um, it could be twice a month. It could be once a month. Um, ideally, I would do one a week, but schedule and other stuff going on right now uh, is really going to dictate how often I'm going to get one of these done. But there's so much content to do. Uh, with season five coming out pretty soon, uh, we'll definitely have stuff to talk about with that once we get, if we get um, a motion poster like before, when we get a trailer, um, anything else. And then, of course, once the season comes out, uh, we'll have a lot to talk about. But there's so much to go over going back. Uh, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of really great Jurassic podcasts and YouTube channels and other places where you can find a lot of amazing bits of information, but they cover a lot. They tend to cover the entire franchise. They cover books. They cover video games. Um, I didn't see anything that narrows just in on Camp Cretaceous. Um, and if it does, it doesn't handle it in the way I would like to see and do things. Um, and for any of you that may have watched my 12 days of Camp Cretaceous videos back in the winter, um, leading up to the uh, premiere of season four, um, you kind of understand the format and style I like. And a lot of people had reached out to me and said, we really like your approach, the different way you do things. Um, can you do more? So that's that's part of the motivation behind this. Um, you know, I appreciate those of you that did reach out to me. It was awesome. Um, you know, so they're thinking about how I can do a podcast of just Camp Cretaceous stuff. I can break down seasons. I could break down episodes. Could even do character breakdowns. Um, going through, I've I've watched every season multiple times. Some of like season one, I think I've probably watched twenty or thirty times, mostly because it's my son's favorite season. Um, and the more I watch, the more I pick up, especially connections and nods to earlier films. Um, so there can even be episodes dedicated to that. If anyone out there, you know, would love to come on to discuss a particular topic, um, you know, 
reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to have you on if our schedules sync up. Uh, if you're more comfortable with just leaving a comment or sending me a message saying, hey, it would be cool if you can talk about such and such. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll try to do that. You know, just so I'm here to provide basically what you all want to see or hear. Um, I'm going to try to work on getting literally anyone involved with the show uh, to do an interview or an episode with me. It can be any of the voice actors. It could be writers, directors, producers, animators. I would love to chat with literally every single person involved in the making of this show because, like I said before, if you watched, you know, my, my old videos, I had a 45-ish minute one explaining why Camp Cretaceous is my favorite show. And, um, you know, I, I would love to talk to anyone involved in making something that you know, makes me so happy, but has also literally changed my life, you know. Um, so, hey, if anyone's out there, anybody knows anybody, send them my way. Uh, I'd definitely love to chat with somebody. That would be fantastic. Um, and even if the show ends with season five, uh, I would love to keep going on as long as people are willing to listen and as long as there's stuff to talk about. Because I see a lot of potential where this show could go. They could rebrand it or have a Camp Cretaceous something after it if they want to stick with the Camp Cretaceous brand um, there's a whole lot they can do with this and, and I hope they do and if not you know maybe some of you out there have some ideas of you know some uh, storytelling of fill in the blanks between when they do finally leave and get home and when Fallen Kingdom starts or Dominion um, stuff like that so uh, there's there's a lot of possibilities and I have a lot of stuff in my head and a few notes of what I do want to cover uh, going forward and you know at least the first couple of episodes thing I do want to talk about so the format um, or I guess I should say the styling of how this is going to be is very similar to those videos I did uh, I am not big on leaks um, I'm not big on spoilers and stuff like that um, I am a huge huge fan and I try to stay away from that stuff as much as possible. And just for the sake of me doing this, I assume you all want to as well. So I'm not going to ruin anything you don't want ruined. Uh, there are plenty of other places out there on the internet. It's a big, big place. If you're looking for that kind of stuff, you can find it elsewhere. Um, it's just not my style. And hey, if you're into it, do it. Uh, I know there are some people that, you know, a lot of their content is you know, made around that. And that's great. It's, it's great for them. It works for them. They're great at what they do. Just not my style. So uh, don't come here expecting leaks or spoilers where if, you know, something comes out tomorrow that, you know, was accidentally sent to somebody and pictures are all online. I don't want anybody messaging me and be like, make an episode next week to talk about, you know, this bully mammoth eating a Smilodon skull. Like, no, I'm not going to do that um that's completely made up and something that wouldn't happen anyway but who knows in the jurassic universe anything's possible um yeah that's that's not the kind of thing you know i'm going to be doing uh it's it's going to be focused very similar in style to the way those videos were uh but they are going to have you know a, a themed kind of episode each time that it's it's going to have a topic and i'll have at least you know, uh, an outline of the type of things I want to talk about. I'm not going to shoot completely from the hip like those videos, uh, but who knows? Maybe I will. Uh, people kind of liked that. <laughs> um, some people did reach out to me and say they're not podcast people, that they still wanted me uploading stuff to YouTube. So the goal is I'm going to record the audio and video together 
and I'm going to try to upload them all to YouTube as well as the podcast. So if people have something they can listen to you know, at their desk, on their drive, wherever they may want to listen to it. And uh, just, you know, I guess a warning for the people, if YouTube is your preferred place to find me, uh, you may not get any extra audio editing, sound effects, uh, stuff like that. Um, I'm not going to take the time to do that in multiple places. <laughs> so um, just a warning if you want to catch me on YouTube. And it's fine. Uh, for now, uh, everything will be found on the Cretaceous Media social media channels. Uh, so on YouTube, you can find at Cretaceous Media. And on Twitter, it's Media Cretaceous. Um, and my personal Twitter, Cretaceous underscore Dave, will always be, you know, retweeting and sharing and whatnot, um, you know, everything about this. So if you're already personally following me, um, you'll get all this stuff. And hopefully I'm not spamming you all too much and, you know, bothering you. But, uh, you know, you all have been so generous and kind to me thus far. So uh, I do apologize if I may end up getting annoying. <laughs> so. Um, I know that wasn't a lot. It was, it was a lot of words without a lot being said, and that's kind of what I tend to do. So I do apologize for that too, but if you've made it this far, you're cool with it. So um, that's a, a really brief rundown of kind of how this is going to work. Um, it's a podcast dedicated to Camp Cretaceous. I will tie it into other things as necessary, um, like the very beginning of episode one of season one. Um, in playing the video game, Darius finds the resonating chamber that he uses to essentially call the raptors and get rescued and win the game to win his trip to Jurassic World. Um, that, you know, not only is a nod to Jurassic Park 3, but as we just found out, also Dominion. So that's kind of awesome. So we're going to spend some time talking about things like that in some of the episodes too. Um, so it's not just going to be all straight Camp Cretaceous without going into or connecting dots or anything like that. Uh, if any cool new merch or anything like that comes out, we'll definitely go over that. Uh, any new Lego sets or video games or whatever else, uh, definitely talk about that stuff as well. Um, and how long I think this can go, I don't know. Like I said, I, I think we can definitely make this last. There's a lot of content and a lot of people that are interested in it and want to talk about it. Um, so, you know, let's keep this going as long as we could. And between now and June, most of the other content creators are going to be focusing primarily on Dominion. Um, you know, we've got the Beyond the Gate stuff with Jurassic Outpost, and they are pumping out some incredible new toys. So between their Dominion content and their Beyond the Gates, you know, they're super busy with other stuff. And, you know, a lot of the other ones, there are too many for me to mention. So I'm not going to, you know, mention everybody by name and hope and, you know, fear I forget somebody. Um, they were just on the top of my mind because of Beyond the Gates dropped this morning and it is phenomenal. But anyway, I'm here as your resource to talk about Camp Cretaceous and nothing but Camp Cretaceous. Um, you know, I, if it's not your thing, I get it. I get it. It's meant to be a kid's show. But to me, there's so much more to it. It goes so deep into the Jurassic universe and the franchise. And I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it a thousand more. There are parts of season three of Camp Cretaceous that are honest to goodness, the absolute best Jurassic content we've seen in 20 years or more. Um, there are things just so, so good in that season. Um, and so many adult themes that, uh, yeah, you know, four or five, six, seven year old kids watch this show. Um, 
if they haven't seen the original movies, they're not getting a lot of it. But it's there's some stuff pretty pretty dark and deep for them to understand. Um, and I love that they're catering to the adult fans in a lot of ways. Season four wasn't for everybody, but um, I definitely recommend everyone giving it a full chance. If you never made it all the way through, if you got to seeing a Brad or a Brad X, and you're like, oh hell no, you know, um, give it a chance. And if you have enough patience, give it a second chance because a lot of it gets a lot better on the second watch. Um, or maybe that's just being a total fanboy and <laughs> that's not really the case. Maybe it really stinks and I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, before I move on to the Dominion Connection topic, uh, I just want to say it again. If anyone out there has any questions or recommendations on an episode you would like to see or a topic covered, definitely reach out to me. Comment on the video when this is uploaded to YouTube or shoot me a message on Twitter, Cretaceous underscore Dave. Um, and, you know, I'll definitely make note of it and we'll either schedule a time to connect and chat or I'll do an episode um, at least partially covering what you want to know or talk about. Uh, if any of you out there want to actually yeah, join me and talk to me, especially if you're someone else that does something, um, Cam Cretaceous, uh, some of you know who you are, um, you know, also get in touch with me. I would love to chat with other people. Um, so, you know, it, it would be a lot of fun. I apologize if this seems super duper awkward. This is my first time attempting something like this. The, the other videos I did um, was just more of a, I'm just going to set my phone down and just talk. And uh, because I had said, hey, I'm going to make a podcast and I'm going to do this. It almost felt like, okay, I can't do that. I have to be prepared. Um, and I recorded the intro episode three or four times in total now. And I hated it each and every time. Um, and some of them I just felt so monotone and flat. And I wasn't sure if it was because I was afraid of waking up my kids sleeping two floors up from where I am. Or if I had to like focus on being super professional. So this time I'm just sitting back, relaxed, and just trying to be myself like I'm talking to you. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm learning as I go. Um, you know, audio mixing and editing may not be quite there at the start. Um, but I'm learning as I go and I hope to get better. Um, anyone watching on YouTube, if I'm looking like all over the place, it's because I honestly have no idea where I should be looking or what I should be focusing on. Uh, and if I am recording an episode at night, if I keep going like this, uh, it's because I'm looking at my iPad that's on the view of the camera in my son's room to make sure he doesn't wake up. Uh, lately he's been having a lot of growing pains, like literal growing pains. Um, and it wakes him up at night with his legs and his feet hurting and stuff like that. So I just yeah, want to keep an eye on him. Not that any of you needed to know that. Um, but for the people on YouTube, if you're wondering why I look all over the place all the time, it's just me being awkward and weird. But anyway, let's get into connections between Camp Cretaceous Season 4 and Dominion. All right. So just last week. A few days before the Super Bowl, which I think shocked a lot of people, we finally got the Jurassic World Dominion trailer. And it was more than I could have asked for. It was amazing. And if any of you do follow me on Twitter, you would have seen that, yes, when Ellie and Alan showed up on the screen, I cried. And then I cried again and again. And I'm still pretty sure tears come in my eyes when that scene comes on in the trailer. Um, there's just something so powerful and emotional about it. But that has nothing to do with Camp Cretaceous. So 
the like third or fourth time through watching, I started wanting to pick up little things. And that's when, you know, it started registering in my brain like, oh, okay, this, I could see this as being this kind of thing. So the big one is in season four of Camp Cretaceous, we know the kids end up on Manticore Island and season four spoilers, by the way, if you haven't watched it by now, you have no excuse. So I'm not going to feel sorry for you. Sorry. Um, and this island has all of these different biomes with different environments um, and ecosystems. And there's a swamp and there's a forest and a jungle and, you know, the Arctic and all this sort of thing. All on one island, all in one place. Now, we have no reason to believe they go to that island whatsoever in Dominion. Um, and, you know, I'm willing to bet almost anything they don't go to that island. But we have seen some still pictures and then a little bit in the trailer that makes me think there's something very, very similar going on in Dominion. So the first hint at something kind of similar was when two different still shots were released that showed Owen and Kayla um, and I pronounce I, I apologize if her name is pronounced Kyla and not Kayla I have a friend whose name is spelled that way and she says it Kayla and I've heard it said both ways so um, you know no disrespect to the character but um, unless I hear officially it's Kyla I'll be calling her Kayla um, anyway we've first way back we saw a picture of Owen and Kayla in some kind of jungle-ish looking environment um it was definitely a shot from the set because it was from behind and there was a boom mic hanging over them and stuff like that fast forward to you know a month ago maybe less i don't remember there's a photo of owen and kayla wearing the exact same clothes owen has the same wrap on his hand and they're in the snow um so huh what the heck is going on um it could be coincidence. It's like, oh, they were here, then they flew there, and then, you know, whatever. The people were trying to explain away so many different things. Like, oh, you know, if you're somewhere doing something, you hop on a plane, you go somewhere, you're not going to, like, oh, I need to stop at Target and buy a winter coat. You know, stuff like that's not going to happen. Um, but watching the trailer makes me think this, uh, not Manticore, sorry, this island or wherever it is where this what we all assume at this point is a biosyn base or headquarters or lab, whatever is located, has some kind of similar technology or biomes. Uh, we see Kayla, Owen, and Claire on a plane, and they're wearing the same clothes. And then the plane gets attacked by a Quetzalcoatlus. And at this point, we can just assume it crashes on that island. And then we have the scene with Claire is in a swamp with Therizinosaurus. And then we also have um, Owen and Kayla facing off against the Pyroraptor in the snowy environment. Since they're wearing those clothes, we can assume they're probably with Claire leading up to that and they get separated at some point or go through something that's possibly very similar. Um, but that's the first connection that, you know, is made in my head anyway, that it's, you know, I feel a lot more confident that there is one physical location with different environmental, you know, biomes or, you know, ecosystems kind of happening at the same time. Um, and I think it's that place that they crash 
when they're in that plane when it gets attacked by that super mega giant pterosaur. Um, I can't say for sure. You know, none of us are going to know probably until June. Um, but that's definitely what popped in my head. Like, oh, okay. I see what's going on here. And as long as it's handled really well, I don't see it being a problem for the casual film goer. It's also a nice subtle nod for people that watch the show that, you know, a casual fan that's never watched Camp Cretaceous is going to walk and be like, well, this is weird. They were in a jungle and, you know, now it's covered in ice and snow. Um, we're, we're all like, oh, oh, they did it. Oh, I can't believe they went there. Um, yeah, so it's cool. Uh, and it, it would, it's not going to be as surprising for us now that we saw it in the trailer, if that is indeed what it is. Um, and then one other small tidbit, which I'm kind of reaching, but I'm trying to connect the dots as much as I could. Um, I think a lot of us assumed dino fighting was going to be somewhat in Dominion, if not like an actual plot point, but just a reference to it. Um, because if dinosaurs are running rampant in the wild and people are able to just, you know, make them willy nilly now, um, you can absolutely guarantee in the real world. That's something that would, you know, happen. I, I mentioned that in one of my 12 days videos that, uh, it's common now with a lot of different animals, dogs and birds and all sorts of things. Um, so yeah, I, I believe it would happen. And the one thing that I didn't really connect at first but after watching it a bunch I started questioning something I saw and then in the back of my head it, it made me think about it um, and I could be way off here guys um, but the scene in Malta where Owen is escaping the Atrociraptor um, after he's going through and then he cuts into this open area and we see an Allosaurus and a Carnotaurus and at least from appearances that's the battle at Big Rock Allosaurus. So the last time we saw it, it was in the United States. And despite me thinking it was Toro, um, a lot of people are pointing out that it's most likely the demon Carnotaurus from the end of Fallen Kingdom. Last time we saw that one was in the United States. So a lot can happen over a span of a couple of years, obviously. But how did these two giant creatures that they weren't bought at auction so someone didn't buy them and take them with them if it is those two that's that's the big if here um they were somehow rounded up and then moved to malta of all places um if you're going to have an illegal dinosaur fighting circle ring whatever um and possible spoiler i'm not sure um one of the after I said I'm not going to do spoilers. I don't think it is, though, because it's it's a toy listing. It's out there listed as a Mattel toy being released. So apologies if you didn't want to know. Uh, one of the toy sets is like Battle Arena or something like that. So I think we can assume that is happening at in some context in the film. Um, so maybe these two giant beasts were rounded up and taken to Malta. And, you know, they were there for fighting purposes. And did they break out? Did Owen or... Maisie, I don't know. You know, somebody let them free. Um, I think we saw set pictures with Owen and Barry on Malta. We didn't see Barry in the trailer, but I think that's where we saw him. So maybe he has something to do with what's going on there. Um, but, you know, it, you know, I'm not as confident in this one. It's not like, a, yeah, this is what my gut says. It's a maybe I'm reaching. 
that these animals were transported to Malta for some sort of, you know, battle arena type thing. And they they got out or freed or escaped or something. And that's what's happening, you know, in that scene. Or, you know, maybe Owen was freeing them. And then that's why when the, you know, Atrociraptors got sent to catch him. And then that could lead to an entirely different potential uh, Camp Cretaceous connection that I just thought of now saying that is what if they're controlled like they were trying to control the dinosaurs in Camp Cretaceous. Um, you know, we know some sort of raptor control was already in place in Fallen Kingdom with the Indoraptor. Um, maybe a combination of that technology with what Cash was doing. I don't know. I'll save that for later. I, I just thought of it now, so I don't know. <laughs> Apologies. Um, but yeah, that's like I said, that the fighting, maybe those two that we've seen before we recognize and they were in the United States, not Malta. Um, maybe that's why they were captured and sent there or taken there. Um, a place like Malta makes sense. Um, like Eastern European countries, you know, make sense or, you know, hidden in some random remote place, you know, in Asia, um, or Russia, or I guess parts of Russia and Asia, but you know what I mean? Um, you know, you're not going to do it in like downtown Houston. Um, that's, that's not the place for that. Um, especially if it's illegal, which I'm assuming it's illegal. But that's the, the second, you know, maybe connection I thought of, which just segued into a really minor third. Apologies for that, thinking on the fly. Um, but that's all I really wanted to cover with Camp Cretaceous and Dominion connections until we potentially see more. Uh, if we get, you know, another trailer or an article, an interview, some pictures, or once we get to season five, um, I don't think there's any definitive date yet for season five so it might happen like right before dominion especially if it has some big major plot connection i could see them trying to release it as close as possible to dominion but i don't know um i have no inside information i know nothing this is day one of me making a, a camp cretaceous podcast so don't rely on me for anything official <laughs> there are much better places to find your news and information out there so I think that is about enough for this very first episode of the Cretaceous Campcast. All I really wanted to do was to give you a small introduction on what this is going to be all about and a couple thoughts on possible Camp Cretaceous and Dominion connections because we know they are a thing. They've, we've been told they're a thing multiple times by multiple people. Um, and I hope we have a bunch and I hope we see a lot of small little nods in Dominion, whether it be the kids as on-screen actors or Bumpy. I, I really, really think they're going to show us Bumpy because Colin has said, like, hey, Bumpy's not dead. Um, but last we know, she's still stuck on Isla Dublar. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would love to see her on screen, even if it's just for like two seconds. She doesn't even have to be there and walk by. It could be somebody on the couch watching a news program and Bumpy walks by on their television screen or something. Um, just... Just show us Bumpy. We need to see Bumpy. Um, but that wraps up this. And uh, thank you all. Like I said, I have no schedule, so I can't tell you, like, check back next week for another one. Um, but I am going to try my hardest to um, get something out, you know, if not once a week, once every other week for you all. And thank you so much for your time. Thanks for listening and or watching. And stay safe, stay Jurassic. See you later, guys.